This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Tune in Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. and p.m. for Watchmen on the Wall, an outreach ministry of the Southwest Radio Church. God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. What you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. So all of a sudden they come asking John the Baptist these questions. Are you the Messiah? Uh, no, I'm not the Messiah. 
I am not your answer to life. Hmm? Listen, guys, whenever you think you found the right girl that you want to spend the rest of your life with, and she's just number one, and, and she's going to be your little boo-boo, you need to tell that little girl right up front that you are not her Messiah. Come on. Because they done been watching Disney movies for 20 years. Hmm? You need to look right at them and say, I love you, boo-boo. I love you, boo-boo. You're my answer. You call to God on my life. But I am not your Messiah. I'm not your salvation. I might be your test. I am for sure your assignment. Huh? If you're female, you need to look at every guy that comes into your life. Look them right in the eyeball and tell them, I am not your Messiah. And then right after that, look at them saying, I am not your mother either. I'll give you that one for free. <clears throat> they said, are you the Messiah? He said, no. So then they said, are you Elijah? Because see, I mean, Malachi was the last book. In the Old Covenant, it was written in the Old Covenant in the Old Testament. It ends with Malachi giving the prophecy that before the coming of the Lord, there would be one who comes in the spirit of Elijah who would restore the hearts of the Father back to the children and the hearts of the children back to the Father. And then all of a sudden, there's 400 years of silence between Malachi and Matthew. And then John the Baptist comes on the scene and they say to John, Dude, you weird. And you got all these people coming out here to you. You must be Elijah. He said, No. I'm not Elijah. They said, well, you must be the prophet. He said, no, I'm not the prophet. Hmm? I may do what he did, but I am not him. Come on, amen. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to help somebody right now. Come on. You can never really do what you've been called to do until you know who you are. You can never really do what you've been called to do until you know who you are. And when you know who you are, you've got to get very comfortable. Listen. With who you are not. Because you'll never do what you're supposed to do if you're not comfortable with who you're not. Because most of the time we build ourselves up to be something that we really ain't supposed to be just so we can live with ourselves. And, and, and nine times out of ten, it's because we're compromising with something in our life that we're unhappy about. I said, when you really know who you are, you are comfortable with who you are not. That's a good place to live, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Being comfortable with who you are not. Because if you're not comfortable with who you're not, then you live your life always hoping and wishing to be something that you've never been called to be. And you live your life from the perspective of being let down. Hmm? Do you know why most people never really learn how to say No. Because they keep saying yes, thinking that everybody's going to give them their approval if they just keep saying yes. So they say yes to things that they ain't really called to do or things that ain't their assignment. And then when they don't do it, then they feel bad about doing it. And then they withdraw from the very people they were looking to get approval from. And their life goes into a tailspin. They end up in depression. I am convinced that that is the number one reason why people end up bipolar. Because they don't know who they are. Develops this psychosis and this pattern of thinking. That to the world's answer, the only way to get out of it is to take some drugs. Come on, amen? Amen? 
And so what happens is, is when they don't know who they are, they just keep dabbling in a little bit of everything. When they don't understand what their assignment is, they, they, they just dabble and dabble and dabble. And then there comes a time in their life that you have to say, this is who I am. This is who I know I am. This is my destiny. This is what God's called me to be. And I ain't going to be that stuff anymore. I know who I am. Come on. How many know that you have to make up your mind that you have heard from God and you are walking by faith in the destiny that he has set before your life? If you don't find that place, you'll never have peace. You'll only cycle in and out of confusion and chaos in your life. You'll be born again, love God, and try to be in faith, but you'll have chaos spinning out of control in your life all the time. No peace. And let me just say this to you. Faith ain't no good if you ain't got no peace. Because if you got faith and no peace, then you can't have meekness. That means you're going to live your life always on the edge, always jumpy, always nasty to people, always mean. Come on, we bump into people like that all the time in the body of Christ, don't we? How you doing? I'm doing fine, praise God. Y'all don't know who I'm talking about. Y'all know who I'm talking about, don't you? Amen. You got to know who you are. If God called you to be a mechanic, I don't care if you give somebody a prophecy every Sunday at the altar. If he called you to be a mechanic, be a mechanic. Don't just give a prophecy and run down to Staples and get your new cards printed up that say profit on it as soon as you prophesy over somebody. If you're called to be a mechanic, be a mechanic. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because when I know who I am, I'm comfortable with who I'm not. Hmm? I mean, you know, most people, when they find something they're into then they somehow feel insecure about it or they, some kind of, they, they kind of feel deficient and they feel like a failure because you know what? You might be able to play basketball good, but then you realize that you really ain't, you know, Michael Jordan. You're not Dwayne Wade. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people out there playing basketball right, now, basketball right now trying to measure up to somebody else. Huh? Amen? <laughs> I never cease to be amazed at people who say things like this. Well... That's Pastor So-and-so. They got Oral Roberts' mantle. When he died, he passed Oral Roberts' mantle. He picked it up. Or that's Sister So-and-so. When Catherine Kuhlman died, they got Catherine Kuhlman's mantle. And No, 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 no. Nobody did that. That did not happen. Amen? Catherine carried her mantle all the way to heaven with her. Come on, amen. The only thing that was passed on was the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that's in Catherine is the same Holy Spirit that's in you. You are who you are. If you know who you are, you got the power of God living on the inside of you. And if you learn how to walk the walk of faith, then you can develop the spirit of gifts of God that are in you. Stir up that gift that's on the inside of you. And do everything that God's called you to do. Live the destiny that's before you. And live the life of faith. Come on, is that making sense to anybody? Amen. But the truth is, is you and I will never be those people. You'll never be. I'll, you'll never be T.D. Jakes. I'll never be T.D. Jakes. But how I many know we never going to be those people? Those are them people. You're going to be who you are. Mm? So you have to be comfortable with who you are. And not worry about trying to be somebody else. Hmm. See, the reason why John the Baptist was happy was with, with, the reason why he was happy with who he was is because he found out who he was by revelation. He got a revelation on it. When he was born, his dad, how many know his dad was Zechariah? His dad, Zechariah, was in the priesthood. He came from the lineage of the priest. His mother was, Elim, was Elizabeth, and she also came from the lineage of Aaron, who was a priest. So they were actually both in the hierarchy 
of the priesthood. And it was a cultural tradition that if a priest and his wife had a son, then the son would be named after the father. So everybody thought that when Zechariah and Elizabeth had a son, that they were going to name the baby boy Zechariah. Is everybody with me? Thank you, Simone. Back in school. Zechariah, amen. And they hadn't, see, they weren't able to have a baby for a long time. So when they were finally been able to have a baby, they were about to have the child. And everybody just took it for granted that his little boy, they go, he's going to be Zechariah Jr. I know they didn't have Jr. in that language, but it was what it was, you know. Zechariah, begot, I mean, Zechariah the priest. He's going to be a priest, right? It's in the priesthood. Hmm? And what happened was, is Zechariah, his daddy, was going to blow that out of the water. So God had to shut his mouth up. And not let him talk for nine months so he wouldn't talk himself out of the blessing of the son of John. I mean, we need to pray for that anointing sometimes. God, just shut me up. Don't let me talk myself out of my blessing. Amen. Shut me up, God, so I don't mess this up with my mouth. Because I'm about to tell somebody what I think. Lord, just shut my mouth. Sometimes confession is not good. Sometimes you just need to shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. There was a reason why the children of Israel marked around the city of Jericho seven times, six times and weren't allowed to say a word because God knew if they had got out there and started talking, somebody was going to talk them out of their blessing. God said, you march around that thing six times, shut your mouth and march. And then on the seventh day, on the seventh time, lift up a shout. Mm -hmm. Come on, amen. So here's Zechariah. He's not allowed to talk through. He can't talk through the whole pregnancy. Elizabeth gives birth to this baby. They bring the baby into him. Everybody expects the baby to be named Zechariah. Zechariah writes on a piece of paper, he shall be called John. Everybody's looking around going, hmm. John, huh? John in other words, he is receiving his name by revelation. He's being named John because that's what God wanted to name him. I got a revelation from on high that that's what they're going to call him because he's got an assignment from God that's not an assignment in the priesthood that comes from a tradition. He's got an assignment on his life that's coming by revelation. How many know today, ladies and gentlemen, that God's calling us to live our life by revelation? That the assignment of God that is on your life comes by download from the Holy Ghost. It ain't something that's been typed up beforehand. It's something that's been given from heaven in you. There's an assignment for you that you've got to discover when you figure out who you are that comes to you by revelation. Somebody shout revelation. In other words, you don't have to fit the cultural norm. You ain't got to be what everybody expects you to be. You have to recognize that God's empowered you, he's assigned you, and he's created you to do something in this world that he ain't got the assignment on nobody else's life. It's for you, and it comes by revelation. Mm. You ought to be able to fill in the blank with your name. His name shall be called Jason. His name shall be called Frederick. Her name shall be Kyle Simone. Her name shall be called Joy. Somebody shout. Hallelujah. There was a man who was sent from God, whose name was, say your name. I'll say woman too, because I know that was awkward for some of you ladies. <laughs> Watch this, he said, you will be called John, because your identity comes by revelation. Hmm. Let me tell you something, what happened to John is what has to happen to us. It has to happen to everybody in this building tonight. 
At some point in your life, you've got to give her a revelation of who you are. A download from the Spirit. Amen? Hmm? If you never get, listen, if you never get a revelation about who you are, and your revelation of who you are does not come from Christ, then you ain't never going to know what to do with your life. Your whole life is going to be wasted potential. You'll have all kinds of gifts on the inside of you, but they'll never be realized because you really don't know who you are. You're living some fantasy or some picture of a life that you think is what life ought to be because you don't know him. Hmm? You say, is that in the Bible? Yes, it is in the Bible. It's all through the Bible. Hmm? Jesus was walking with his disciples one day. He's just walking down, walking down. He's teaching, you know, the school of Jesus is moving down the road. And he stops and he looks at them and he says, who do men say that I am? Who do they say that I am? Who am I? And they begin to say, some say you're Jeremiah, some say Isaiah the prophet. And he said, how about this? Instead of who do men say that I am, who said, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Because listen, until it gets personal, it doesn't matter what everybody else is saying. What do you say about me? What do you say about you? Come on, amen. All of a sudden, Simon speaks up and he says, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And Jesus looks back at him and he says, Simon, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but it was my father in heaven. And I say to you, you shall be called Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. What was he talking about? He wasn't talking about Peter being the rock. He was talking about the revelation that Peter had that Christ was the Messiah. Upon the revelation that Jesus is the Messiah, he's going to build his church on that revelation. Oh, and it gets better. Just stay with me. Amen. He's what he told him. He said, Simon looked at Jesus and he said, Thou art the Christ. Everybody say this with me. Thou art the Christ. You are him. You're the Christ. Now, here's the key passage. Up until then, Jesus had never been called the Christ. He'd never been referred to as the Messiah up until that point. And Simon says, by revelation, by download from heaven, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the anointed one. And when he got a revelation about who Jesus was, then Jesus turns around and looks at him and says, okay, you got the revelation on me. Let me give you the revelation on you. You are not Simon anymore. You are now Peter. Let me tell you who you are. Come on, somebody. Amen. See, that's interesting to me because up until that day, Peter had never been called Peter. He'd always been called Simon. And Peter didn't know what he was until God told him what he was. Because Simon means a reed blowing in the wind. And Jesus changed his name and gave him his identity when he got the revelation of who Jesus was. Jesus said, you're not a reed blowing in the wind anymore. You are now a rock. You now got, come on somebody. And Peter got the revelation of who he was when Peter got the revelation of who Jesus was. So I'm telling you tonight, when you got a revelation of who Jesus really is, then you can really know who you are. Mm. Come on now. So the, the, the Sanhedrin said to John, they said, who are you, John? If you're not the Messiah, if you're not the prophet, then who are you? And watch his response. John said this. He said this. He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. The second question is this. What's this sound? 
What's the sound? Who is this man? And what is the sound? Because watch this. Watch the language. John the Baptist said this. He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. In other words, I'm not doing the crying. Rather, I'm giving a voice to the cry. Mm. Mm. Because there's a cry coming up out of the earth. There's a cry coming out of heaven. And John said, I'm putting my voice on it. Come on, somebody. There's a cry that's coming up out of the heart of God, but somebody has to give voice to what it is that God's crying for. Somebody's got to be willing to be God's voice in the earth. Somebody's got to be willing to be God's sound in the earth. Somebody's got to be willing to put words on what God wants to do in this world and become a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Come on, amen. And that's what John said. He said, I am a voice. I'm not only the voice, but I'm a voice of one who is crying in the wilderness. In other words, in the places where nothing is producing, in the barren places, in the dry places, I am a voice that makes a sound, a sound of heaven, a sound of righteousness, a sound of joy, a sound of love, and a sound of peace. Come on, somebody. Listen, if you want change in your life, then you got to learn how to change your sound. If you want things to turn around in your life, you got to learn to change the sound that's coming out of your mouth. You can't keep going around being negative and being pessimistic and talking down about everything in your life and everybody that God's assigned to you. You've got to learn how to get a sound coming out of your mouth that lines up with the sound of heaven that proclaims the goodness of God beginning to speak faith over your situation, beginning to speak the words of life over your house. Come on, somebody said I got to get a sound. See, John was about to shift his life into a whole other dimension. And he did it by becoming a voice. He did it by making a sound. And when he made a sound, he made a highway for God to come into every situation. See, when you make a sound, you make a way for God to show up in your place. To show up in your stead. When you make a sound, you pave a highway for the power of God. You want God to come in your house? Begin to make some noise. You want to turn a bad situation around to a good one? Begin to praise him in the midst of your trouble. Learn how to make a sound. Amen. You need a miracle? Make a sound. Don't agree with the enemy. Don't agree with the doctor's report that's negative. Begin to make a sound that lines up with the voice of heaven that cries out from the heart of God, that declares the promises of God. Come on, amen. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. 
This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at AccessAbleDesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Hi, I'm Pastor Tina Cook, and I would like to invite you to our awesome True Life Inner Healing Group every other Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. If you are in need of a touch, a word, or a healing from Jesus Christ, this is the place to be. Every group, we have a God encounter. I love the presence of God, but even more, I love watching Him instantly transform your life. It's a fact that your life will never be the same. For the next group date, check out our website at mytruthchurch.com. And you can also check out my testimony at tinacook.org. So come, join me every other Saturday at 9 a.m. and come expecting. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries 
Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.